Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It certainly is. How are you, Nick? Uh, well, you know, I'm good. Yep. I like to be good. I don't feel on my tip top game. Right. I've, Why? I've got a bit of a cold. I've also got a bit of a cold. Brilliant. We're not. We're not. It's going to well, be a fun one. We will. We're still here. We're still going to have fun. <laughs> To be completely upfront as well, we've got a cold for one day now. Yes, you guys are going to hear this cold for the next two weeks. Yes, because we're, just... <laughs> we're sitting in the we're sitting in the room tonight, plowing episodes out. We're doing three episodes tonight. We are, yeah. Because Nick's away. We, yeah. we, the two of us seem to have chosen to go away quite a lot in September. Yes, I don't know why. In if we'd have really <laughs> found it out, we should have gone away the same week. It would have been yeah, would have been helpful. <laughs> but you've gone away. But then we've had a week at home. Then I'm going away. I went away, came back, went away again. Yeah. Now we've got a week at home and now you're going away. I know. So there isn't going to be a wave next week, but we we are going to knock out a movie show because we're going to record that after we've recorded this episode, this week's movie show, we're going to record next week's movie show. Yeah. We're going to be in for the long haul tonight. <laughs> but because we've both got colds, you're going to hear that in all three of those episodes. I know. Apologies. By, the, by the time I listen to the week after next show, I'll be like, oh, I remember when I had that cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll be getting people asking us if we're okay two weeks down the line and we'd have forgot that we'd had a cold. Um, I'll try and cut out as many of the disgusting noises as I can. Yeah. But uh, some might slip through the net. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So no no wave next week. But we'll be back. Then I think we're back to full on. Yeah. We'll have a good run up until Christmas, I think. Then, yeah, won't we? I think so. I don't have any other plans. We're, um, well, we're fast approaching the climax, indeed, of season seven. We are, yeah. What have we got? Five left? Something like that. Yeah. I, who knows how numbers work? Not me. <laughs> Not failed, me, that's for failed sure. Failed that part of the school experience. <laughs> Any other gossip? Have you been up to much? Uh, have I been up to much? I, well, we got a day off Monday. We did. Had to sit and watch a boring funeral. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. Bits of it. I. It, Fascinating, yes, because do it can be both. Yeah, it can be. Absolutely. It went on a bit, didn't it? It did go on a bit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I I, did fall asleep for a little bit. <laughs> so, well, so is the Queen. But there you go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's... I love all that Britishness about it. The pomp and ceremony. It was well, very British. I, I, yeah, let's... We've, t- listen to last week's wave. We talked about it more than... We did. Oh, let's not talk the about weirdness. It. It's time for a new era. The... What's it called now? The Charlian era, I think it's called. The new Chuck, the new Char- Chuck, the new Chuck, Chuck era. era, the new Charlian era. I think it's officially named. That's. I'm not going to call it that. <laughs> yeah, okay, long, we never really long, said the new Elizabethan era before. Yeah, exactly. Long live King Chuck. Absolutely, King Chucky Three. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck harder, Chuck hardest. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. May he do well. Yeah, uh, may he do job, well. Whatever. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, apart, have I done anything else? I don't think so. No. I've had to watch two movies. That took up most of my time. That is true. So we'll, that, we'll that was an issue because I went away for the weekend. I went to stag do this weekend. Oh, how was that? It was good. It was tiring. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of sleep, but lads I had a lot of Lads, fun. lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. 13 lads in one house. Oh, fuck. Stunk a bit by the end. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> was not fresh. No, it was good. It was a good weekend, but I didn't uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep. And then I had to come over and watch two films in a row almost. Absolute commitment. Absolutely, which is why I fell asleep during the funeral. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, I've had a good time. Yeah, I got the wedding coming up soon, so that should be fun. Yeah, congratulations good. to those guys. And yeah, that's about it, really. That's no, good. Good stuff. Uh, I, I don't think 
I have done anything exciting. Cool. Should in, we just in the period? Should we just do we some Netflix spoke. news so then? Let's just crack on with okay. news. That's what people are here for. They don't care about our lives. No. <laughs> not not why, to be fair. <laughs> right, Netflix news. What have we got? Hit me with some news. Let's get straight in there. Uh, let's start with news that's going to be right up your street. Okay. Uh, cool. It's about horror. Oh, nice. Tis the season. It's the horror season. We're getting close to it. You know, October and all that. Yep. Scary, scary month. Netflix is making some moves. Okay. They uh, have announced that they are going to unveil in October a, a Halloween portal. Ooh. Not literally a portal. <laughs> a portal to Halloween. <laughs> to, to like, like in, um... other dimensions. A, a, an actual portal on their app slash and or website. Okay. Uh, which is going to collate all the horror. Well, that's a great idea. Just in time for, for Halloween season. Okay. Uh, you know, this is also, obviously, we've got their usual annual new release of horror yep. stuff. So, coming to Netflix through October, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, Stephen Can't King adaptation. wait for that. Trailer's out there. Trailer's out there. Go and check it out. It looks really good. I think it's going to be great. It's a really fun little story. Uh, the Midnight Club, which Again, is Mike Flanagan's new series. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, the Curse of Bridge Hollow and The Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm really looking forward to that as well. It's that's... Guillermo del Toro's anthology series. It's not as... It seems like they've gone for quali- quality over quantity this year. Sure. Is it was it a couple of years ago where it was just... Every boom, day there was bash, a new film Here's a loads of, load of shit horror films. Yeah. Uh, the horror portal is called Streams and Screams. Nice. That sounds like the sort of thing we'd come up with. Uh, it will provide a suspenseful collection made for sharing and scaring. <laughs> says the Netflix press release. Cool. Uh, Streams and Screams is a dedicated tab for horror content from movies to television series with classic favourites and new Halloween tailored material ranging from horror thrillers, horror comedies, slashes, witchcraft, psychological and other horror subgenres. Has its own page inside the Netflix app and website. Cool. Uh, not only is it its own tab, you've also got organised categories within Streams and Screams. <laughs> I love a bit Would of you like to know how Netflix have organised this? Yes. Uh, you can go and look for Teen Screams, okay. Zombies, Vampires and Ghouls, <laughs> Horror Hidden Gems, right. Family Halloween Treats, Slashers and Serial Killers, This Place is Evil, Modern Horror Classics, Horror Reimagined and Witchcraft and the Dark Arts. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, sounds good. I like the sound of This Place is Evil. It sounds like the name of a film in itself. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I, it's better than a lot of the names of films that we watch. <laughs> it's very sure. true. Yeah, oh, that's so good. I you like can that go idea. find that now. I will do. Uh, and peruse to your heart's content and decide, can't not decide what to watch and end up just spending an hour just looking through. Looking yeah. through. That sounds like the sort of thing I do. <laughs> Next. Talking of things that sound like a horror film. Yep. Human Playground. That is definitely the title of a horror film. Am I wrong? Uh, it's not a horror film. Okay. But it is a new show coming to Netflix. It's a documentary series. A documentary uh, series. Which is going to be narrated by Idris Elba. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a series that will explore the origins of the most unique sports around the world. Oh, right. From age-old rituals to billion-dollar businesses uh elba is also executive producing it and it will launch uh next month on netflix 
Uh, it says the series will explore the evolutions of some of the strangest sports humans play, ranging from robot camel races in the United Arab Emirates to big wave surfing in Portugal and eagle hunting in Kazakhstan. Sweet. Uh, robot camel race. <laughs> a six-part Netflix documentary. Yeah. I would definitely be on board for that. I love the, I love a random sport. There was a show on the BBC a few years ago. Yeah. And I think it was like the first time BBC Three was a was a channel. It okay. was a real hidden gem of a show. I'm sure it was called Last Man Standing. Right. And it was a group of like ath- athletes or or bodybuilders, you know, fit men and women. Yeah. You know, they could have been triathletes or, you know, various disciplines. Yeah. But they basically moved around the world playing like traditional sports like they'd go and do mongolian stick fighting and then uh you know extreme tag you know (laughs) and 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 want to get knocked out each week it was really good that does sound good it sounds a bit like that but without the competitive element yeah without i don't imagine it just was going kendo stick fighting no but i'd I'd be up for him riding a robot camel yeah absolutely i'm up for that That i mean that's that's pretty much pacific rim isn't it (laughs) That sounds like a disease. <laughs> what, Pacific Rim? <laughs> Been in the sea too long. I've got terrible Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd definitely go and see a doctor. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> game news. Game news. Netflix game news. Cool. Uh, Netflix has announced uh, a new game based on one of its shows. Okay. Probably maybe not the first show you'd think of to base a mobile game on, but... In October, you will be able to play Nailed It, Baking Bash. Oh. Uh, yeah, Nailed It is getting its own spin-off video game. Well, there's a new series coming, isn't there? There is. Yeah. And we'll come on to that because I don't know if you'll remember the story about that that we talked about a few months ago. Uh, Nailed It, Baking Bash will be released October the 4th on mobile. Uh, in the game, players will have to host a party for their friends and try to recreate popular recipes. Uh, it involves rapid-fire mini-games where players will bake, paint, and garnish their dishes as they tra- try to create very nice cakes. Oh, sounds fun. Uh, there will also be a multiplayer mode where players can compete against real humans. Oh, real humans? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, hits in about 10 days' time, start of October. I'll check that out. Yes, the point about Nailed It is, remember, the new series starts in October. It's it a is. Halloween yeah. version. But if you remember a few months ago, we did uh, have the news story that the series was just stopped. Oh, yeah. The production was just halted halfway through. But yeah, you're right. It was. So it was going to be you know, 10, 12 episodes and it ended up just being four or five. Yeah. Because uh, basically everyone walked out on strike. Do Netflix wouldn't pay the crew. Yeah. Uh, but so that the result of that is coming to Netflix. So it never got month. resolved. It's just no. They just they they just, they just put it short. Put in the bank what they what they recorded. Yeah, interesting. And uh, never never tried to resolve the dispute and go back in front of the cameras. So, so. they're going to try and get some money back from the games. <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. Uh, more games news. Okay. On Netflix. Go for it. Uh, is that? Uh, Quite a highly rated, apparently, people who may be in the know, uh, game from, from 2020. Right. Is Spiritfarer. 
Uh, and that game is being relaunched shortly on Netflix games. Oh, right. Um, so it's already out there and being played. It has been, yeah. Uh, and it's, But it's now becoming, well, I presume being taken off other uh, ways that you can get it. And it's going to have an exclusivity with Netflix right. games. Um, Spiritfarer uh, is a game in which the players assume the role of Stella. Stella? <laughs> Stella the cold. Yeah. Uh, who conducts the deceased to the afterlife. Right. Uh, players must navigate the seas of the dead to the Everdoor, the final gateway to the afterlife. Players progress by picking up new passengers, fulfilling those passengers' final requests before passing on and upgrading their boats to accommodate more. Uh, the developers describe it as a cosy management game about dying. Sounds very morbid. Uh, uh, but apparently, yeah, it does. It looks beautiful. It apparently does. quite a highly rated indie game from a couple of years ago. So uh, Maybe we need to start reviewing some games. I, I think that'd be good. Let's yeah. let's get a couple of Netflix games on the go. Yeah. And we'll... Because we there's more and more coming now. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'll start that as a little feature on the wave. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Cool. Uh, it's that time of year again. Okay. Uh October. <laughs> Halloween month. Not only the traditional horror se- uh, season, but also it's time for Tudum. Oh, Tudum's coming back. Which is, for those of you who are new to this parish, is Netflix's yearly. This is what we've got coming up. Yeah. It's Netflix's big, like, reveal of the year that nobody knows even exists. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can go watch it on YouTube. Yeah, but nobody will. Uh, not on Netflix. No, not on Netflix. It's bizarre. It takes place on Saturday, September the 24th, and Sunday. Which is just gone. <laughs> the, 20th, the 25th. So, we, I mean, we'll come back with, with more news. But yeah. it's quite interesting this time. Okay. Because uh, Netflix have kind of organised it into a global event. And they've partitioned all their announcements by region, I guess. Right, okay. So, it's, it starts at uh, the first... Uh, first part is the Tudum Korea. Oh. Uh, so they're going to go through um, reveals and uh, footage of the new series of All of Us Are Dead, for example. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and, and a load of upcoming stuff there. Uh, previews of Money Heist Korea. Um, and a special appearance from the director of Squid Game, our old friend Hwang oh. Dong-hyuk. Wow. Okay. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. After that finishes, we move yeah. around the world. Ooh. Next in the time zones, India. Right. Tudum, India. Okay. Um, sneak peeks expected into new shows like Guns and Gulabs. <laughs> Sounds good. It does sound good. Scoop and Cat, uh, as well as a load of movies that are coming. After India... Yeah. Before you move on from India, yeah. have you heard about the controversy about RRR? No. The film? What's the controversy? Indian film people haven't put it up for the best film (gasps) Oscar nomination. Is that because it's on a streaming service? Possibly. Because it's not like official Bollywood. They haven't put it up for consideration. Wow. It's not gone down well. So all the stars and the director are trying to influence people to vote in the other categories. Yeah. But it hasn't been hasn't been submitted by India as the best film. Crazy. That is because it should probably win. (laughs) Think he'll get any Oscar buzz? don't know maybe that'll be interesting not for best foreign film it won't 
Uh, strangely, though, yep. Europe yeah. doesn't have its own section. Oh, okay. <laughs> because so where are we going after India? Uh, after India, you're going to the United States and Europe. <laughs> okay. English-speaking continent. I, I guess so. <laughs> I know, and I, guess, I guess that's the idea, isn't yeah. it? Um, then, Latin America. Okay. And finally, Japan. So we literally are travelling around the world in yeah. time, aren't we? Uh, yeah, good you idea. can watch the whole thing on either Netflix's official Tudum website, yep. tudum.com forward slash event, or on YouTube. Cool. I imagine they do it on YouTube because they can monetize it that way. I presume so. You're not going to get anything, any extra subscribers from Netflix. I it, guess I guess not. I bet they can monetize it through YouTube. Uh, but we did, we did mention, didn't we, Disney Plus have sort of tried a couple of live... Yeah. streams on the homepage. I think it was was it the Oscar nominations or it I was the it nominations was the of nominations something last something, year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't suppose that Netflix would lose anything by no. I don't know why they don't have a live it on the homepage at the same. Why they don't have a live show that comes out every week yeah. that just talks about Netflix, bigs it up. And next week, yeah. you are getting we are releasing. Yeah. Here's some trailers. Here's some stuff you've not seen for. Here's some interviews with the stars. Yeah. Like that thing they tried to do with David Spade, but good. That's what I want. <laughs> I can't remember what that was called. It was like yeah. the Netflix after party. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That scene disappeared, didn't it? Yes. It did not hang around for long. It did not. Uh, one thing Netflix is looking at doing in, in terms of live things okay. is going on tour. Hmm. Right. In 2023. Uh Netflix is doing a live Our Planet Oh, show. right. Interesting. Uh, which is going to tour Europe uh, starting at the end of this year and then into the States in 2023, uh, which is basically, uh, well, it's called Our Planet Live in Concert. So it's a live concert which will have uh, an orchestra um, playing whilst the well, Our the- Planet documentary is screening and David Attenborough will narrate as he did the show. So, That's a great idea. Yeah. So a lot of fil- some films have done that before, haven't they? You sure. Can, you can watch Jurassic Park with... Yeah, Back Orchestra to the Future at the Albert Hall and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, 60 cities through the States in in April, in uh, 2023. Wow. Uh, That's a big tour. Not... I mean, it feels like the European dates are being used somewhat as a bit of a uh, soft launch because it's only stopping in Berlin, London, Amsterdam and Zurich. Right. Uh, it says the best excerpt, excerpts from the soundtrack and clips from the show will uh, will make up the performance. Uh, it will be roughly two hours. Uh, David Attenborough's narration will also play. Cool. So if you want that live experience, our planet live be, in concert. I imagine that would be quite emotional. Yeah, I think so, I potentially. Think that, that real live experience. Yeah. Be good. Check that out. Yeah, check, check that out and see uh, if it's available near you. <laughs> Will do. It's a bit of a different approach because we, we've we had like the sort of interactive experiences, haven't we? Of yeah, Squid like the, Game, yeah, Bridgerton. Money Heist one, didn't Money they? Money Heist. Yeah. For this, this is an it's actual, a, actual concert. concert. Yeah. Why not? Awesome. Sweet. Check it out if that's, if that's, that's your, your bag. thing. Remember Will Smith? Yeah, I do. He didn't say, stay cancelled for that long, did he? Uh, because... Is he coming back? Moving away slightly from Netflix news. Yeah. That that that, that name's popping up again. 
Okay. Uh, Will Smith. I always find it interesting when you see it at the beginning of Cobra Kai. Yes. When his name pops up yeah. on there, doesn't it? Uh, Will Smith is going to produce. Uh, and according to Empire Online, at this stage, potentially star <laughs> in a sci-fi movie called Brilliance, uh, which has just announced its director, uh, who is Shamin Obaid Chinoy, who has just directed Ms. Marvel for Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, apparently, Smith's been attached to this project for, for a while, uh, and it's brilliant. It's set in a world where 1% of the population has developed enhanced cognitive abilities. Uh, people called brilliance have both helped and harmed the human race, as some of them have turned their advanced skills to terrorism. Will Smith is set to play a federal agent, Nick Cooper, a brilliant who has put his own powers of perceptive analysis to use hunting the bad seeds down. He is also dealing with the government looking to take his powered daughter and send her to a school for those who have abilities. Sounds like a cross between Blade Runner and Firestarter. It does. A little bit of X-Men in there. Uh, I'm excited. And this doesn't sound particularly original, but hey-ho, there you go. Uh, apparently, also this article notes that Apple has decided it will now release Will Smith's next movie, Emancipation, <laughs> in December this year. So basically, which, which would be his first release since that whole punching Chris Rock in the face thing. So we just wait for the uh, furor to die down, yeah. and then slowly we'll introduce him back to the world. Yeah. So yeah, we just he'll be back. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? I hope he's managed to get himself some help. Stephen King's fairy tale. Yes. Literally hit bookshelves a couple of weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah? There's already a movie in the works. Not surprised at all. <laughs> I, I think he started selling movie rights before he's even written the books now. <laughs> if anyone could do that, Stephen King could exactly, do that. Exactly, he could. And he probably does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I imagine well, a director would ring him up and say, can I have the next one? Like, yeah, I have the next one, whatever. Well, interestingly, we already have a director for fairy tale. Okay. Uh, it's Paul Greengrass. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't, I have not yet read Fairy Tale. Have, have you started? No. no. And so I don't know anything about the story really. So I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not really even sure what it's about. <laughs> so I don't really know if that fits or not. Well, would you, would you like the synopsis? <laughs> I've, I've read the synopsis of the book, but yeah, give me the synopsis. Uh, Fairy Tale is an epic tale that follows a 17-year-old boy who inherits the keys to a terrifying world where good and evil are at war. The stakes could not be higher for that world and ours as he journeys into the mythic roots of human storytelling. One dollar, Paul Greengrass, paid for the rights to this movie. Pretty much all he ever charges. Uh, which is, yeah, as you say, it is is what what Stephen King has a history of doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and the money comes out the back end, basically, Absolutely. of the production. Uh, yeah, Greengrass is going to work on the script as well. So write and direct. I mean, it sounds like it's key right there for a film, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure every, at some point everything he's ever written is going to be adapted, if it's not already been. Exactly. I'm sure there's stuff out there that he hasn't been done yet, but yeah. everything will at some point. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's something to be excited I'm not, yeah, like I say, I'm not familiar with the, with the story. Paul Greengrass is a great director. He is. He really is. Uh, so and Stephen King's a great writer. I, yeah, I think he'll do all right. Yeah, I think he'll do all right. Got a good future out of him, I reckon. <laughs> cool. Exciting. 
Keep your uh, eye on that. We mentioned a few weeks ago uh, that in uh, the slew of video game movie adaptations, where one of those forthcoming is Gran Turismo. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, there's been some uh, some updates okay. in the last couple of weeks on that. A director is in the chair. Nice. Neil Blomkamp. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, is on board Big to name. direct. And a couple of names in the cast. David Harbour. Big name. And Orlando Bloom. A bigger name. Wow, okay. Uh, with a script by Jason Hall, who wrote American Sniper. Uh, and we've got a synopsis. Gran Turismo is described as the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills would in a series of competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, now that's not what I was expecting. No. That sounds goofy. Because there's no, no story to Gran no, Turismo the game, is it? Just, just to race go and race yeah. cars. So. Oh, interesting. Okay, that sounds quite goofy. I quite like the idea of that. Yeah. I hope they go a bit tongue-in-cheek with that. It's like when uh, people go... Oh, I've played a million hours of Championship Manager. I should be a football manager. Yeah, that'd be a good film. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's basically the plot of this. By the yeah, it sounds like it. Cool. Okay, we'll keep our eyes on that one. Sounds fun. And finally, and finally, I wanted to talk. To do your funny news story. I'm not. No, I, I've not gone funny. Okay, I've gone talking points. Oh, okay, nice. Because I want to talk about the fact that Sony has said this week that they have commissioned a new Karate Kid movie. Yeah, I heard this. Why? Why? <laughs> it's a great question. It is yeah. not related to Cobra Kai. Why? Exactly. That's crazy. You've got a highly successful show there. With many characters that could spin out of it to a, to a movie. Yes. Quite easily. Yeah. But you're just going to... Sony has shit, aren't they? You're just going to ignore it. <laughs> they do it all it's the time. It's got a, a fan base there to launch any, any way you want. No, we're not doing that. It, literally, it's got to the point with Sony where they've just... We've got a franchise, we're going to use it, and we're going to exploit it. And we're just going to throw shit at the wall until something sticks. What's really interesting about this is that John Hurwitz, who is one of the showrunners of Cobra Kai... Uh, responded to a fan tweet okay. of, of what, hi, what his thoughts are about this news. Uh, so he was asked on Twitter, have you heard anything about a new movie for Karate Kid? Is it real? John Hurwitz replied, the guys and I would love to make a Karate Kid and or Cobra Kai movie one day, and we still hope to. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. I don't know much about it, but I wish it well. I wonder if it's going to be some sort of sequel to the one that uh, Will Smith's son did. No one watched that, did no. they? <laughs> no. No, they didn't. It, that was given away free with every PlayStation 4, and I don't, still don't think anybody watched it. Well, even more interestingly, <laughs> a report from a website called Murphy's Multiverse okay. said that they've had a tip-off that this movie is going to switch the dynamic. And that it would see a young man from Beijing moving with his mother to New York. And he would end up teaching a class... So his classmate's father... What? In martial arts. So, so be the a kid's young... going to teach the adult? Yes. So it would be a younger kid teaching an adult That's the art shit. of self-defense. <laughs> that doesn't sound To deal good. with his issues. 
Don't now that's unconfirmed, but that's that's the tip that that they've had. Okay. Uh, which is not an interesting enough twist to make me care about it no. when I can just go and watch Cobra Kai. Which is awesome. Yes. Why would you not want to watch Cobra Kai? I mean, because you're not going to get any sort of tie-in now because all those guys are tied in with Cobra Kai. Yeah. You're not going to get any of the old characters coming back or... No. What's the point? Exactly. It's, it's, it's so wasteful of a property. It really is. A like, property that's hot yeah. at the minute. You've got a hot property there. Quick, get somebody off the conveyor belt. It's, it's exactly what Sony are like. It's got nothing to do with that thing that's really successful and everyone likes. Yeah. And has got a good formula. We'll maybe talk a bit about Cobra Kai and what we'll watch yeah, this absolutely. week. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just going to do something with that badge on it. Yeah, just to try to and fool, make a bit of money. It's almost like to fool people into the cinema. Yeah, we're just going to try and make a bit of money. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Really weird. Really, really weird. Yeah, not convinced. We'll see. Oh, that's it. You've got no more news. That's the news. Good news. Well done. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've watched Cobra Kai. <laughs> so have I. I've finished Season Cobra five, I've finished it. Me too. Thoughts? I liked it. I loved it by the end. Yeah, the last couple of episodes are brilliant. Yeah, they it, really were. I, my only... This is a nitpick. <laughs> I love a nitpick. <laughs> it didn't quite feel as momentous as... The last couple of seasons. Yes, I'd agree with that. Like, in fact, no, it's too harsh to say it's a placeholder. Yeah. But it did feel like there was quite a bit of setup, wasn't there? More so like than usual. I feel I like feel. it's setting up the next season. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, this is a two-season arc we've got going here, I think. Yeah. But, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, I didn't, enjoy, I'm not going to lie, I didn't enjoy the first few episodes. It took me a while to get into it. Well, I think I said but, last last week, it, for those first couple of episodes, you had to tie up a few loose yeah. ends from the previous season. Um, I don't think it's ever I know it's always been soapy I don't think it's ever been this soapy I feel like they upped it it was almost like winking to the camera completely at some points completely it was yeah it was it's ludicrous it's a ludicrous show yeah but it's so much fun <laughs> you just can't not enjoy it how is karate not just completely banned from the valley by the police because it's, the <laughs> whole world just revolves around karate I love it when there's people from like abroad came in the germans and they were like well into karate as well it's like just karate rules the world well shout out to ross cook in our discord because he's for year for several seasons now he's been like i want hillary swank to come into yeah. it as an fbi agent the fbi agent in charge of karate yeah and it would fit and it would fit yeah absolutely it would be, you'd, you'd be absolutely fine it in absolutely this world would. they could make they could make anything work in this world because it is so stupid People will suspend their disbelief. Karate At some so point, important. karate in space is going to happen in Grim and Cry. It just has to. It's mad, but it's brilliant, and I would highly recommend it. Yeah. You don't even have to have any knowledge of the Karate Kid movies. If you've never seen them, it would not matter to you in the slightest. I don't think... I, I might mention this before. I don't think I've seen the third one. I don't think I have either. And, and if I have, The whole last not... two seasons have been based on yeah, exactly. the villain from that, so... If, yeah. if I have, it's not since it came out. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it's brilliant. But I, yeah, as always, I had a great time. Yeah. It's, it's one of Netflix's best shows for me. Yeah. It's just, there's just like no rules to it. Yeah. Stupid. It's just it's so just, much fun. Yeah. Stupid. One man got killed at the beginning of an episode, then was absolutely fine. He just got <laughs> some jelly on him. Brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Anything else? Uh, I have... I'm not. I think I'm one episode behind, but I've 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 watched 
several episodes of Welcome to Wrexham on Disney Plus. What a great show that is as well. Fascinating. It's really interesting. Really, really interesting. It's a, it's a strong recommend from me. Me too. I think it's great. Both. It's the least annoying thing I've seen Ryan Reynolds in for years. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, it's done for my view of him. It's done wonders for him. He's just come in as the money, though, hasn't he? He's like, yeah, because Rob McElhenney comes across really well as well. Yeah, he's, he he's so passionate about he it. He's it. in, isn't he's he? He's up at four o'clock in the morning watching yeah. the games. He's he's all in on it. Yeah. But then when he took Ryan Reynolds to that game and they ended up, the, the only one they could get to was an away day at Maidenhead or somewhere. <laughs> and he had no clue. He just didn't even know the rules or anything. Yeah. He was like, and Rob McElhenney didn't either. When he was talking about what do they do when the ball goes out of play and yeah. how's the throwing work? And I was like, it really struck me. I was like, you've brought a football club and I have no idea what one is. it's brilliant it's like me going to Australia and buying an Australian football team yeah like Aussie rules Aussie rules I've I've never seen a game no idea I've got some money why would I not buy one but there's that the the football is like almost secondary to like they're like we've got to deliver for this community yeah we're helping all about the community yeah and it's obviously it's their documentary they produced it they want to look in a good light but yeah but but it's really thoughtful, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about the football club. It is about the town. It's bringing... 100%. It's a really well-made show. I imagine it's done wonders for that town. Uh, yeah. Because Wrexham's always been known as like a poor town in this country. Yeah. Like a next mining town yeah. and it's, it's, it's been in the doldrums. For, yeah. But it feels like it's on the up now. It's, honestly, it's a really strong recommend. Agreed. I really good great. show. I think it's great. Um, That's I, it, I think, for me. I haven't gone back to... The House of Dragons or The Rings of Power. Okay, I've not watched either. I've not started either. I started both. Yeah. I haven't gone back to either. I've not had a lot of time because I've been away. What but were your initial thoughts? I really enjoyed both of them. I feel like neither of them are dragging me in though. Okay. But who knows? I will go to them, I think. I'm really intrigued by The Rings of Power because I just I, I need to know what a billion dollar TV show looks like. But it's more that than the actual story itself that's gripping me. I but just I might don't know they're... if it's something that can grab the zeitgeist. No, I might wait until I... they're both done and then binge them, which I wasn't going to do, but I might do that now. Because there's just a few things on Netflix I want to watch this week. Dharma's come out, the new Ryan Murphy yes. show. Yeah. With, um, Evan Peters. Seen the trailer. The, it's, the, it's trailer. actually been released today as we're yeah. talking. So I'm definitely going to watch that this week. I just don't know. Even if the Rings of Power is the best thing ever, can it? Is Lord of the Rings a big enough? I don't think so, personally. To, to make to make that back, that sort of cash back, it's a lot of know. money. It's, plus, you've got to sell that much Amazon. It's not like it's making money from advertising or anything. Sure, it's Amazon Prime subscriptions that are only the only thing they're going to make that money back. It's a lot of Prime. Well, it's Amazon. It doesn't need to. Probably, well, it doesn't need but, to make the money back. No, but yeah. I'm sure they'd like it if it did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still undecided on it. I'm not motivated to watch it. I'm sure I'll get to it at some point, but I'm not. And I've seen the trailers. I've seen the clips. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not driven to. Same with the Game of Thrones one, the House of Dragons. Yeah. I've really enjoyed the three I've seen, but nothing's dragging me into the next ones. I never finished Game of Thrones, so I got off that (laughs) train (laughs) after. I never watched the final season. Did you get to the final season? Yeah, I watched the first. How many is there? Six. Seven, eight. Uh, well, I watched the f- yeah. I Everything just, but the final season. Yeah, just never watched the final season. Just don't. Just pretend it finished where you finished. Yeah, okay, that's fine. It's fine. But that that was literally like 
I kind of know what happened, but I was honestly, it was just so. The reaction to it was so bad. Again, was, we just never went back to it. It was dreadful. It was absolutely well, dreadful. Yeah. All the reaction to it is correct. Okay. Anything else? Do you want? I've got a list of stuff that's coming in October. That would be good. We've not done that for a while. We haven't done that for a while. We've also got real talks. Which order do you want to do them in? Let's do real talk first. Should we do real talk first? What was the real talk question? Uh, it was very simple this week. What film makes you cry? Well, it's been a solemn week in the UK, hasn't it? <laughs> okay. So that's why we That didn't. wasn't my thinking. <laughs> uh, but you suggested this. I assumed that's why. No. You were, in, just... you were in an emotional mood <laughs> because of Liz. But um, obviously not. Obviously that's not what it was. Do you want to go through the Discord? Did we get any responses on the Discord? Sure. Bear with me. Will do. Bearing with. I think, fair warning, there's going to be a lot of Pixar in this. Uh, <laughs> what's the film that makes you cry most? A uh, few points in the Discord of like, I'll cry at anything nowadays. Yeah. I, I, me personally, especially since my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm, I'm an easy crier. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly cried at Gogglebox on Friday night. Oh, really? Maybe because I'm more emotional than I should be because of lack of sleep. But. Uh, Chris from the Time Splitters podcast, he can kick yeah, us off. He uh, he says, uh, put it this way, the end of Schindler's List was very blurry for me. Wow. <laughs> he says, I mean, there's no denying that. That's deep. Uh, he said, I love his turn of phrase. I made it through the film dry, <laughs> but the final schmaltzy moment, they played me like a drum. Nice. <laughs> Uh, wet, wet drum a wet, a wet drum indeed uh, Ross Cook's got two that, of course he that has. spring to mind The Bridge to Terabithia uh, I watched, I've never seen that I don't think I have I watched it slightly drunk and I nearly dehydrated myself to death <laughs> um, but the most overall cries goes to the Iron Giant yeah I've watched it about 50 times, times and I well up every single time that's fair yeah yeah yeah, that's a good shout. Uh, Wayne in the Discord is going for Onward. I haven't seen Onward. Uh, I haven't either. Cried all three times I've seen it, all at different points. Not sure why, it just gets me. Aww. Uh Flashmaster Bang in the Discord. Wonderful name. I cry every time I watch Moana. I haven't seen Moana either. I don't do a lot of animation. That's good. It's, it's, I, need to, I do need to watch it. Great movie. I think I'd pick Moana uh, Onward over Moana. Uh, Alex in the Discord goes with The Father, which I haven't seen. I haven't. I can't watch Netflix. That. That, I know what that is, and that's too close to home. Yeah, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking the same. That 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 came out I at a tough time. I think it might destroy and, me. Yeah, I think it would, and I don't want to. But I don't want to be destroyed by it. I'm sure it's wonderful, but I can't watch that personally. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else in here? I think that is about it. Discord. Okay, I think we had a couple. We had we had a few repeat viewing, repeat nominations. So the father did come up a, a couple of times. Right. Okay. Uh, up. Up. Pixar. Great shout. First, first ten minutes of that is pretty legendary. What else have we got? Uh, we had a couple through on Twitter. Um, Hooked on movies uh, came at us with the Notebook. Okay. I haven't seen the Notebook either for similar reasons, but um, yeah, I imagine it's quite emotional. And SP Film Reviewers, another podcast, came out as with Up or Coco. Some more Pixar. Coco's a good shout. Yeah. I, although I think that's more, for me, I found that more uplifting. Okay, I haven't seen it. But, uh, yeah, definitely emotional. 
And then your wife came at us on Instagram. Okay. Uh, with My Girl. That's a good shout, to be fair. That's, a, that's an emotional <laughs> when, film. When Macaulay Culkin gets, gets done in there yeah. with My Girl. That's, yeah. Sad, sad times. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's that's it for the socials. Okay, how about you? Um, I've got a couple, I think. I mean, the one that jumped out at me straight away and the one that would be my answer is The Impossible. Yeah. Which is the Tom Holland and... Is it Ewan McGregor? Yeah, it is, yeah. Tom Holland and Ewan McGregor Boxing Day Tsunami film. That, that from start to finish, that film absolutely destroyed me. The, Tom Holland, he's, he's what, 11 in that film? Yes, yeah, sure. Very young. Um, yeah, just... A kid, a lost kid trying to find his dad was, it kills me. I've only seen it once and I don't think I could watch it again. Uh, but Tom Holland makes me cry. <laughs> he, he made me cry in Infinity War. Yeah. He made me cry in Endgame. Yeah. And now he's, he makes me uncontrollably cry in Impo- The Impossible. So Tom Holland is the actor that makes me cry the most <laughs> by a long way. Um, the other one was A Monster Calls. Yes. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I that, have. Is, that is a devastating film. Yeah. It's a, it's a brutal book and movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's hardcore. It's tough. That's that's the film that I enjoyed the most that I would never watch again. Yeah, I I, just, I could not watch that film again. But it's awesome. Yeah, but it's that's a good shout. It's devastating. <laughs> They're my answers, I think. Tom Holland and a monster calls. I've got a couple. Okay. I mean, there. I'm not going outside the box here. Right. Uh, apart from the tissue box, you've uh, been in the tissue box all night. Yeah, Marley and me. Yeah, tough watch. Tough, tough. If watch. it's animals, I'm, I'm done. I've gone. <laughs> uh, and and Toy Story three, yes, on the conveyor belt when they all silently just hold hands and look at each other. Yeah, I remember going to see that in the cinema. I was a blubbering mess. <laughs> and at the end, when he gives them all, what gives yeah, them all it's away. a double. The kick the in ending the of that film. But I remember leaving that cinema in a blurry mess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that I, th- I think good I'm, answers. I think I'm going with Toy Story. Lots of three. crying. Yeah. Lots of crying going on. Yeah. And I think as we get older, we get more emotional. I feel like that's what's happening like to more us. more in touch with you? Yeah, maybe. 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 Like I said, I nearly cried at Gogglebox the other day. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good cry. No, absolutely. It's healthy. What is coming on Netflix in October? You tell us. <laughs> uh, I think we've covered most of this already during the show, but uh, there's a few that we haven't got to. Obviously, it's October. There's a lot of horror stuff coming. Sure. Um, still to be announced when it's coming is an Australian thriller called The Stranger. Okay. It is coming in October, but it hasn't been given a date yet. It says a chance encounter le- leads two strangers become, to becoming close friends. However, a secret police operation and secrets threaten to ruin their growing bond. Okay, that's uh, intriguingly uh, synopsis. October the 1st, as there's a, there's a few horror films coming. The Final Destination is coming, which was the Final Destination film. Yep. The last one of the Final Destination films. Um. Halloween 2. Okay. Which is the 2009 sequel to the original Har- so Halloween. So complicated. Yeah, it's the like Halloween. the third timeline, I think. <laughs> and also Sleepy Hollow is coming. I've not seen that for years. I've not seen that for years. So that's coming on October the 1st. Uh, Peaky Blinders Season 6 is coming on October the 3rd. Okay. Uh, that's the final season of Peaky Blinders, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think so. I've- think that's where we're at uh october the 5th is a big day mr harrigan's phone is coming nice this is donald sutherland and Jaden martell yes in the, like the aforementioned stephen king adaptation <laughs> we're hosted by ryan murphy and bloomhouse so it's a lot of big big horror names behind that it's gonna be good i'm excited for it and also nailed it season seven which we also talked about earlier today. We did. it's both coming on that same day 
Uh, what else have we got? Conversations with a killer. The Jeffrey Dahmer tapes are coming on October the seventh. I feel like there's been. What was the? Uh, didn't Zach Afram do a load of them? Was that Dahmer? That was Ted well? Bundy. Oh Bundy. Okay. Yeah, so, oh, that's why I'm getting so confused. He made a, getting my serial killers. There was confused. a Ted Bundy film. Yeah. And then Netflix went. Oh, we'll do some Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah. And now there's a Jeffrey Dahmer TV show, and Netflix. Are and they're doing right, the same. We'll okay. do the same thing. Got you. So, yeah. Um, Lucky's Girl Alive's coming. That's the new Netflix original mystery thriller that's on its way. That looks like Mila Kunis to I me. I think it is, indeed. When her dream wedding on the horizon, a critical New York woman is invited to take part in a crime documentary to tell her side of a shocking story that happened to her as a teenager. However, when forced to confront a dark truth, it threatens to unravel the perfect life she had built for herself. Okay. And also, The Midnight Club Season 7 is coming on the October the 7th. That's Mike Flanagan's new show. And there's a sports documentary called The Redeem Team. Nice. It's a basketball documentary. My favourite. 2004 Athens Olympic US basketball team. Easy Bake Battle. Do you remember talking about I that? I do, yeah. That's coming on October the 12th. Brilliant. That's a cooking reality TV show where they can only use rea- um, Easy Bake Ovens. So that should be cool. Can't not be good, surely. Can't, of course it can't. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? October the 18th. Huge day. Okay. Somebody Feed Phil season six. Amazing. Can't. Fucking wait. I'm so excited. Also, the third season of Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. Which is like, it's been a year since then, at least. It has been, I'll bet. I bet it easily has. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. I love those shows. Both really good shows. Uh, The School for Good and Evil is coming on October the 19th. Yeah. That's another Netflix original. Fantasy drama, two best friends, Sophie and Agatha, are sent to the School for Good and Evil where they find their fate switched and attend the opposite sides of the school they thought they were destined for. Okie doke. We did talk about that a while back yeah. as well, I think. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, October the 25th. Sure. That's a new horror anthology. I think every episode's a different horror director. Correct. Exciting. Well, there's some absolute names starring and directing those as well. Yeah, there so is. We talked about it a few out. weeks ago. Yeah. If you want to know more, check it out then. And finally, I think... Uh, oh, no. There's a few things coming on October the 28th. Big Mouth Season 6 is back. Nice. Big Mouth, I feel like it's maybe run its course, but I feel like they're going to just whip it until it's dead. <laughs> because it's just, it's very funny. But yeah, it's, it feels like it's been coming for a while. And Drink Masters, season one is coming. We talked about that a while ago. We back. did. That's it's the same. mixologist reality show. Yeah, it's a bit like Blown Away, but for drinks makers. And Wendland Wild is also coming on that day. Which I can't wait for that. The new Netflix original stop motion animation. Yeah, Henry Selleck. Two scheming demon brothers, Wendell and Wilde, must face their arch nemesis, the demon dusting nun, Sister Helly, and her two acolytes, the goth teens, Cat and Raoul. However, Raoul cannot see them, so Cat helps Wendell and Wilde to help him. That's terribly written, but yes. It is terribly written, <laughs> and I, I didn't know if I was reading it badly. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know why there's no space bar in, in that <laughs> sentence. Um, yeah, so there's loads of good stuff coming out. Yeah, it's people, a really hot month. People tell me there's nothing on Netflix. There's plenty to watch on Netflix. You just got to find it. You just got to find what you're into. If you like horror, you quit it. If you don't like horror, you can, <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Big Mouth season six and the show about mixing drinks is all yours. <laughs> How are we doing for time, Nick? Oh, we're nearly there. Let's just call that a wave, shall we? Yeah, sure. Why not? What are we watching We've got this two week? Two more episodes to record. <laughs> What are we watching this week? What, what are we, we watching, watching this week? We are watching a film called Intrusion. We are. It's a Netflix original from a couple of years ago? Yeah. No, yeah. It's about a woman. <laughs> it's a home invasion type movie. It's a, or it's, is it? It's a drama thriller home invasion movie. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> Find out this Thursday on the Bottom of the Street Movie Show.
We'll come back and talk about it, I guess. We'll see you there. Cheers. Bye. Bye.